Hello. My name's Tessie. Poems by Tessie. Last night I did a live poetry reading. I read from a number of community books. There were a few people that also sent me in some poetry to read and I didn't get round to reading it because the time went so so quickly so what I'm doing I've got a day off work today and um, I just thought to reward myself from doing hours and hours and hours of ironing and clothes putting away that I would come on live and read those poems that I didn't read last night hi Daniel hope you're doing well good to, good to see you okay so, it's a very rainy day in the UK today. It's horrible, isn't it? It's miserable. Is it like that over where you are, Daniel? So, I'm sorry if you can hear the rain going down on the conservatory. It's, it's possibly quite noisy. It's noisy where I am. Okay, so, a few people sent me in some poetry, and I felt so bad that I didn't read it last night in the end. So, I'm going to find you the first one. Okay, so it is... Let's see, let's do eloquency at its best. So just bringing that one up on my tablets. Okay, eloquency at its best. Hello, I'm not sure if this is you. I just wanna say that all of it was true. Everything that I ever did and speak, I hope you give me the forgiveness that I seek. Those early days were like a fable, too impulsive, too unreal, too beautiful for the world to handle. I owned a box in which I collected gifts from my every birthday. It held a place close to my tiny heart and I would give it to no one, no matter how ridiculously more they faked to pay. But of course, that no one was anyone but you. Infatuation, love, attraction, what I had in your case, I still have no clue. I pray and hope that you never change. I hope you don't mistake your book of life with someone else's page. Life is too short to cry over spilled milk and lost joy. Don't overstuff your heart, although soft, it isn't a toy. My intention wasn't to annoy you with this worldly philosophy. It is a reminder that you've always been a thrill. You don't have to follow overused societal prophecies. I'm not sure if this is you, like I'm not sure if once in a blue moon, the moon is actually blue. I promise to never call you again. I just wanted to let you go and forget this pain. Well, you can just stand there and let it all go down the drain. <laughs> The sun is a thing of myth and law now. Hi, Asembe. Yeah, it's absolutely miserable. And when I was on holiday in Cornwall in half term, I was really worried about the weather and I thought it was going to be like this. But actually, we were very, very lucky indeed. Oh, gosh, I'm trying to put that... That's better, that filter. Okay. Hi, Asembe, how are you doing? Yes. Thank you. Okay, so the next one I have on the list, um, and feel free to send me one, Daniel, if you want me to read one of yours, and Asembe, if you want me to read one of yours. Um, I have Liviana Wren. So I'm just going to bring up the message that she sent me. 
she actually says to me that she loves writing about her childhood as a gypsy girl. She moved to Birmingham, which is in Midlands in England, later, but missed the freedom and secret words we lived so very much. Okay. So I'm going to read a few of Libby's. Let me just go to the beginning. She sent me a number. <laughs> A young Liviana opened the window from the wooden caravan. Beautiful sounds of silence cascaded with rushing fireworks of inner happiness. Her feet immersed through the window and leaped to the forest floor. There adventures awaited and freedom from chores. Living, breathing and enlightened by the creature of her secret garden along with no trace of man-made materials. Just the feeling under shoeless feet of paths trodden by man hundreds of years before. There she would go each day until the wheels turned once more to another adventure. Hi, Maycat with Amanda. I'm going to read a couple more of hers. So yeah, she was a gypsy girl, and that's what she describes herself. I'm not being un-PC there. She said she was a gypsy girl, so she was a traveller. I feel the calming breeze against my frail skin, gliding through the forest, though the mystical clouds on my family's made paint of my family's made painted carriage. With hands covered in the droplets, homemade ink that seeps into my memory, parted from my magical family link, floating leaves fall gently on my hands to act as a blanket of comfort around my now distant memory. As the wheels push and travelled to the place I was born. Okay, I've got another one from Liviana Wren. Sleep softly upon feather with box of treasures to lift. I uncover, close my emerald eyes. I see the beautiful magic tree. Worlds of calm float before me. Kindness and elegance I hear and see. Your roots connect and merge in me. Through seeping sap that I tenderly often drink. Forest floor where life begins. I begin to sink into you once more. Yeah, because actually um, where my ex lives, um, he overlooks a car wash, you know, those kind of pop-up car, well, it's not pop-up, it's like a little hut car wash, and he was woken up in the night, um, and there were people breaking into it, and what he said was that there was um, a, um, in the park, there were travellers, and he suspected it might be the travellers. So yeah, you do blame, you do sometimes think that things like that are caused... But, you know, it's not necessarily the case, is it? It could be anyone. There's hooligans, all different types of lifestyles, aren't there? <laughs> okay, I'm going to do just one more because she has sent me a few. Fulfill your own destiny. Be your own strength. Let this carry you to a place you've always longed to be. Hold those letters of dreams and place them in your hands and throw them high in the sky where they will fly to other beautiful worlds. Dream your dreams, be hopeful, be strong and at peace. Lavinia Wren. Lovely poetry. I'm going to check my inbox now. Okay, let me have a look. I've got a message from Daniel. No problem, Daniel. <laughs> okay, so let's see what we've got now. We have 
a couplet quatrain written in iambic pentameter. Fabulous. Okay. So this is Daniel Dot Moreski. And I think that's how you say your name, but I'm not 100% sure, so sorry if I said it wrong. And I hope I can pronounce some of these words. I'm not great with reading <laughs> some words. Okay, here goes. Whims of nonchalance, a damning blunder, as forewarned by gloom an endless plunder. And baleful wretched course of, no of motion set of barren lands and ex existential threats. Extinction from pursuits of bounty sought and compromising chains by outcomes wrought. With vast extractions claimed for reasons vain and trace amiss to represent the pain. The architects of blossomed bloom and seed, beset by woes as spawned from heinous deed, with care devoid for nature's harvest script, as torn till rue of ancient balance tipped. Disruptive bane of pillaging routine, of sources scarce and precious forest green, that yields its sacred place for mournful cause, as colonized with absence moments pause. Repentance roused upon complacent lie, when Mother Earth decrees the time is nigh, as glimmered veil of hope would turn to dark, when purged by flood while wishing for an ark. The Sixth Math Extension by Daniel Moreski. Hey, Billy! Hey, Billy! Um, do you want to send me anything to read, Billy? Just send it. I've got my tablet here. So... What is so wonderful about Daniel's post is that he does it in two slides. He writes the poem and then he writes um, commentary around the poem. And if you go to his page, you'll be able to have a look at the kind of information and research behind that poem. It's very interesting. And really, really good at the technical rhyming, Daniel. It's brilliant. Well done. <laughs> okay. Sorry I messed up the first bit. All right. So another person I didn't read last night was gypsy underscore river underscore Lily. So let me just find her message. Just think where this is. Um, yes, it's just so miserable today. I just really wish for some lovely hot weather okay all right so gypsy underscore river underscore lily and she says thank you for inspiring me to write again that's lovely it's just a short one empty space inside my head awaiting the day to be filled or dead unsettling feelings reside in my mind the tortures of past broken little lies so that's that one Billy if you want to just tell me the name of the one you want me to read I can go and find it um, and the other poet that I was asked to read last night was Jason Black and I couldn't for some reason work out my Kindle um, I couldn't find it 
but I have got it now, so I'm going to read a few from his books. A lush little piece. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is Jason Black, and he's a poet that I found on Twitter. Do you still use Twitter, Daniel? Um, I must say, I've managed to get a real decent following in a very short time on Twitter. Um, I, I don't know whether you still use it. I don't see you posting on there. Okay, this is called Life's Little Song, A Book of Poetry. And this one's called The Happy Cafe, and it's by um, Jason Black. Walking into hustle and bustle, eager eyes searching for a quiet table, the smell of coffee dances up your nose. Chitter-chatter, chitter-chatter. Happy voices, distressing, perfect table found. Flowers sway on the cloth, walls decorated with charm and wine hue. Sparkling lights bid you a warm welcome. Cooking, singing to memories recalled. Waitress with spring in her toes. Warns of hot plates, polite and happy with words of the weekend. The moment has arrived. Eyes are happy and so is my belly, full to the top but wanting more. Delight, satisfaction and joy is swallowed, downed with a cup of Earl Grey. Sipping slowly, not wanting to say goodbye, time moves too fast and we are soon out the door. Eyeing up delicious cakes that beg to be eaten once more. We wave with appreciation and say goodbye until next time and the wink of an eye. I'll do another one of his. Let's see. Okay. Strength and honour. I'm getting quite a lot of interaction on Twitter. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Strength and Honour by Jason Black. 7 a.m. I did start with a swollen head and a pumping heart to write for another's pleasure for my rest and my leisure i did not know what i would write but i pushed pen across paper with all my might i thought of a story i could tell of an evil that a knight could quell creating characters the story ran along dragons roamed and the knights stood strong with a mighty clash and flame of thunder this knight drew his sword and sent the dragon under. The thoughts made me stop and shiver like a deadly arrow being delivered. I raised my shield and donned my armour to walk amongst people with strength and honour. Okay, so that was the poems that I didn't read last night. Um, I've also just got some, a couple of other things I want to share with you. Um, this is a book that I got at the beginning of the year. I don't know whether that's showing up. It's a bit the lights in the ways in it. It's called a poems for every night of the year, and I haven't been reading it. So what I thought I'd do is, can somebody tell me the date today? We'll read today's. Is it the 10th or is it the 11th of June? Um, I'm going to find a couple from this week to read you. Billy says it's weird hearing Jason being read and knowing where he lives. He lives. The cafe in question was where my mum worked. That is so funny, isn't it? Okay. What's the date today, the 11th? Okay. So, yeah, it's a shame that I haven't been doing this book, but there's no years on it, so it doesn't matter, does it? I can just do it again next year. Okay. Oh! This is Alfred Lloyd Tennyson today, the 11th of June, and it's called The Eagle. 
This is one of Tennyson's shortest poems and is, quite simply, a portrait of an eagle. We don't actually see the prey, but we can anticipate the inevitable swoop. He clasps the crag with crooked hands, close to the sun in lonely lands. Ringed with the azure world, he stands. The wrinkled sea beneath him crawls. He watches from his mountain walls. And like a thunderbolt, he falls. Oh, I love that one. That's so good, isn't it? Well, it is Alfred Lord Tennyson. I'll read it again. He clasps the crag with crooked hands. Close to the sun in lonely lands. Ringed with the azure world, he stands. The wrinkled sea beneath him crawls. He watches from his mountain walls. And like a thunderbolt, he falls. That's so good, isn't it? It conjures up such an image for me. It's brilliant. I love it. Okay, so we're on Tuesday today. So what I'll do is I'll go back to yesterday's. And yesterday's was the 10th of June. And actually, this was also um, Alfred Lord Tennyson. So let's do this one. This one's called Sweet and Low. It says, From the Princess. This poem is also a lullaby. If you read it carefully, it is clear that the poem is only partly about the child. The speaker of the poem is a lonely mother who is wishing for the return of her baby's father. Don't know whether this music's too loud or not. Okay. Sweet and low, sweet and low, wind of the western sea. Low, low, breathe and blow wind of the western sea over the rolling waters go come from the dying moon and blow blow him again to me well my little one well my pretty one sleeps sleep and rest sleep and rest father will come to thee soon rest rest on mother's breast father will come to thee soon father will come to his babe in the nest Silver sails all out in the west, under the silver moon. Sleep, my little one. Sleep, my pretty one. Sleep. That's lovely as well. Oh, actually, the one before that is one that I'm sure we'll all know. Oh, thank you, Sophia. Thank you. Um, I don't think we spoke before, have we? Where are you from in the world? I'm in Bristol in the United Kingdom. So this one I'm sure we all know, but it says it's anonymous. Hush, little baby. You may already know the lullaby, Hush, little baby. If you do, you'll probably find it hard to read it without humming along in your head. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Mama's going to buy you a mockingbird. If that mockingbird don't sing, Mama's going to buy you a diamond ring. If that diamond ring gets broke, Mama's going to buy you a billy goat. If that billy goat won't pull, Mama's going to buy you a car and bull. If that car and bull turn over, Mama's going to buy you a dog named Rover. If that dog named Rover won't bark, Mama's going to buy you a horse and cart. If that horse and cart fall down, you'll still be the sweetest little baby in town. So hush, little baby, don't you cry, because Daddy loves you, and so do I. I actually only knew the first couple of lines on that one. I didn't actually know the um, the last half of it. Okay, so yeah, so what I'll try to do is keep on top of this 
of this book. I can't go any further than the 11th at all. Um, oh, where's my tablet gone? Where did I put it? How very strange. Oh, here it is. Okay. Um, I'm just going to check my DMs to see if anyone has emailed me anything. Um, do you want me to read one of yours, Sophia? Would you like to send one to me? And then I'll read it for you if you like. I don't know whether Assembe's still here. No. Okay. Um, I'd like to just remind you that this is my latest book. It's called Open Book. I'm going blurry. don't know if it's a filter. It's called Open Book, um, and it's available on Amazon. And um, it's got five chapters in it, and it covers poetry from parenting to mental health to toxic relationships. Um, love, heartbreak, all that kind of thing. So that's Open Book by Tessie Brown. Well, it's spelt Brown. Um, okay, let's see. So Billy says, I watched a video of a bloke trying to get his kids to sleep, said the first line and then said, Daddy, yeah. Well, he may not. Well, he may. Well, he might be. I don't really understand that, Billy. Right, okay. So send me something to read, if you like. Um, last night, I read some of Goblin Markets. And um, I'm going to read you a little bit more because I want to introduce you to this poem. Sarah Altian originally introduced me to this poem. And then um, I loved it so much and Billy bought me a really nice copy of the book. So I'm just going to read another little bit of this. Do you think I should start from the beginning, Billy, or just start off where I um, left off last night? I can't actually remember where I left off, so I think I'll just start from the beginning. This is Goblin Market by Christina Rossetti. Morning and evening, maids heard the goblins cry. Come buy our orchard fruits, come buy, come buy. Apples and quinces, lemons and oranges, plump unpecked cherries, melons and raspberries. Bloom down cheap peaches, swart headed mulberries, wild freeborn cranberries, crab apples, dew berries, pineapples, blackberries, all ripe together in summer weather. Morns that pass by, fair eaves that fly, come by, come by, our grapes fresh from the vine, pomegranates full and fine, dates and sharp bullaces, rare pear and green gauges, damsons and bilberries, taste them and try them, currants and gooseberries, bright fire like barberries, figs to fill your mouth, citrons from the south, sweet to tongue and sound to eye, come by, come by. Evening by evening, among the brookside rushes, Laura bowed her head to hear, Lizzie veiled her brushes. Crouching close together in the cooling weather, with clasping arms and cautioning lips, with tingling cheeks and fingertips. Lie close, Laura said, pricking up her golden head. We must not look at goblin men, we must not buy their fruits. Who knows upon what soil they fed their hungry, thirsty roots? Come by, called the goblins, hobbling down the glen. Oh, cried Lizzie, Laura, Laura, you should not peep at goblin men. Lizzie covered up her eyes, covered close lest they should look. Laura reared her glossy head and whispered like the restless brute brook. 
Look, Lizzie, look, Lizzie. Down the glen, tramp little men. One holds a basket, one bears a plate. One lugs a golden dish of many pounds weight. How fair the vine must grow, whose grapes are so luscious. Hang on. <laughs> How warm the wind must blow, though those fruit bushes, through those fruit bushes. No, said Lizzie. No, no, no. Their offers should not charm us so. Their evil, their evil gifts would harm us. She thrust a dimpled finger in each ear, shut eyes and ran. Curious Laura chose to linger, wondering at each merchant man. One had a cat's face, one whisked a tail, one tramped at a rat's pace, one crawled like a snail, one like a wombat, proud, obtuse and furry, one like a rattled, tattled, hurry, scurry, one like a rattle, tumbled, hurry, scurry. She heard a voice, like voice of doves, cooing all together. They sounded kind and full of low loves in the pleasant weather. Laura stretched her gleaming neck, like a rush-embedded swan, like a lily from the beck, like a moonlit poplar branch, like a vessel at the launch, when its last restraint is gone. Backwards up the mossy glen, turned and trooped the goblin men, with their shrill repeated cry, Come by, come by! When they reached where Laura was, they stood stock still upon the moss, leering at each other, brother with queer brother, signalling each other, brother with sly brother. One set his basket down, one reared his plate, one began to weave a crown of tendrils, leaves and rough nuts browns. Men sell not such in any town. One heaved the golden weight of dish and fruit to offer her. Come by, come by, was still their cry. Laura stared but did not stir, longed but had no money. The whisk-tailed merchant bade her taste in tones as smooth as honey. I'll stop now, but this poem goes on and on and on. It's a narrative poem, and it has inspired me to write my own narrative poem, and it's called In the Little Woodland Clearing. And um, I'm making the manuscript at the moment for that. It should be available in the next couple of months, maybe sooner. Um, but, yeah, it's about evil fairies and fairies that eat children um you may have seen a few um things about that on my profile i don't know okay so <laughs> it's amazing isn't it it's 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 just such a pleasure to read to be honest i could have just sat there and read it all to you um but it's quite long so i'm not going to do that today i might do a reading of it in full another time and sort of um plan for it yeah, it is, a, it is a big inspiration, actually. And someone has said they reminded them a little bit of Goblin Market. Okay. So, does anyone want to hear anything else? Or shall I um, wrap this up? I should be doing my housework, really. Um, I'm just thinking I've got some things on my Kindle, possibly. Or should we read one of Billy's? I'm going to read one of Billy's because he's on here. Let me just check the... Um, Okay, let's see. So I'm just going to go on to Billy's profile and read a couple of yours, Billy. Um, Billy hasn't been writing much, but I know that he's trying to write something today. Um, Billy writes such unique, individual poems. You just don't read anything like what he writes online, or at least I haven't found anything. Um, so let's do one of Billy's. I've just got to choose one. 
okay. This is one I really like. I like all of yours, Billy. This is the poet Billy Harrington. This unwanted gift, this evil curse, every month it just gets worse. A change in me begins to bloom on the night of a full moon. My mood shifts somewhat deranged. My body twists into something strange. I have long, sharp teeth and I'm covered in hair. I'm no longer human and I don't care. I smell your blood. I'm on the prowl. I'm on the hunt for you right now. I hear your heartbeat very clear. It's getting fa faster. I sense your fear. You do not run, but quickly walk. You can sense your being stalked. But I'm in front. Now you are mine. Sorry, frightened you quickly, look behind, but I'm in front, now you are mine. I leap and have you on your back, with salvagery I do attack. You try to scream, but you're all alone, and I eat your flesh nor on your bones. I lap your blood, it's oh so sweet, and on my teeth I taste your meat. There's not much left of you right now. And to the moon I let out a howl. Morning's here with daybreak looming. I turn from wolf back into human. Panic-stricken, I run for home. Lock all my doors to be alone. I killed someone, tore them apart. I ate their liver, lungs and heart. They had no chance, I was too strong. But this needs to stop, it can't go on. I pray to God, I'm on my knees. Please stop this now and set me free for this unwanted gift, this evil curse. With every month, it just gets worse. <laughs> um, yeah, it would be great to see you writing more often, Billy. I'm going to do another one of my favourites of Billy's now. Um, okay, there are two that I want to do of Billy's if you've got a moment to listen on. This one's called A Festival. It's one of my favourites. Led Zepps, Robert Plant. Led Zepps, Robert Plant. Playing in Bristol. Can I wait? Not a chance. Packing my bag with sandwiches, vodka and rum. Toilet roll water, cola and a hat for the sun. It's an uphill struggle to get Anna to go. And I'm struggling uphill to carry this load. The wind carries music, I know I am near. Then I come to the bridge and it fills me with fear. High above the river crossing, giving it some welly. My bravado soon withers and my legs turn to jelly. But I made it across and still alive after all. But over the hill to Ashton Court Festival, Anna finds out. Anna founds out the cost and she bickers at me. I show her two stickers that gains us entry for free. So we cross over the threshold, the music is blaring and dear Anna's eyes soften and no longer glaring. We meet up with friends who give us some cake. The brownie's delicious but leaves me half-baked. The music, the brownies, the drink, I'm entranced. Anna is smiling and we both get up to dance. Bursting some moves like I, like, Bursting some moves like I did long ago, trapped in this groove, now we put on a show. And lapping the sun like a couple of flowers, we dance away happily, dancing for hours. The sky becomes darker as the sun does defeat. Now anytime soon, the headline will start. Sorry, I said that wrong, Billy. The sky becomes darker as the sun does depart. And anytime soon, the headline will start. Led Zepps, Robert Plant, Led Zepps, Robert Plant. I go for the front row, I can't miss this chance. Oh, screw me, this screw me, I can't make this up. We got ten feet away and dear Anna threw up. 
So I carried her away from the crush of the fans, like mice and men, there goes my best plans. We go right past the back, quite far away. The music's still clear and I just can't see, and I can just see the stage. And we sit on the floor, she between my stretched legs, sobbing away and starting to beg for forgiveness. She's sorry, she's ruined my night. I tell her, don't worry, it will all be all right. I know I was excited to see Robert Plant, but him against you, he never had a chance. Now all music has stopped, the crowd going home, leaving Anna and I sitting alone. A van toots a horn and, and we sit in its way. We get up to let it pass and Robert Plant gives a wave. Is that not just a fabulous poem? I love it. And then I'll do one more of Billy's and then I'll do one of mine to finish off. Okay. This one's called Narcissistic. 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 I get confused with that word. Okay. He likes his women, that is true. He wants to fuck them and fuck you. Doesn't care who he is hurt. He changes women like his shirt. But he likes his mirror even more. He stares and stares and sees no flaw. For it shows him the for it shows him his one true love, a reflection of the God above. When he's wrong, he says he's right. A narcissistic archetype. And don't believe his fucking lies. Those crocodile tears flowing from his eyes. So don't get lulled in by his charm. As soon enough, it will lead to harm. Because if you think to turn your back, he will attack that fucking twat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, write some more. We really want to hear some more, Billy. We really do. Make sure you're following Billy if you're not already. And also, Confessions of Sophia. Um, are you following your poetic voice? Billy, put the handle in. We run, Me and Billy run a feature page called Your Poetic Voice. Sorry if you are already following it or a friend of us. Um, but I just don't recognise your name. But if you're not following, please come and join us. Okay, so um, what I'll do... Um, I've just done a spoken word of my poem, The Day He Fell. I could do that one. Okay, this is called The Day He Fell. This is by me. We always claim to be explorers, master climbers, nimble on our feet, taking risks with the world before us, a slice of danger we would seek. Most of the time we were triumphant, our bravery unsurpassed. But this time, his little body fell recumbent upon the rocks below the path. My pounding heart was torn from my chest. He was gone in such a minuscule of time. And there he was, strewn in a bloody mess upon the rocks, this child of mine. Alone was I and not thinking straight a harrowing pain trapped within I scan the cliff knowing it's too late desperately trying to reach him nowhere is safe a sheer drop I scream a blood-curdling cry the passing stranger would not have forgot my torturous howl as he walked by and running to my side, he gasps out loud as I wail and point 50 feet down. My poor boy's mangled limbs all twisted round, but from those rocks we hear no sound. 
more and more flock to our aid. And by now, the Coast Guard is summoned. Regardless of those frantic chopping blades, all I hear is a distant humming. I make the call that every parent fears. From my weeping and sobbing, he knows. Seriousness clear as dread looms near, and the tremble in my voice still shows. Archie is dead. He slipped off the cliff. I couldn't help as he fell from the ledge. He weeps, and after some silence, asks, why did you take him so close to the edge? Okay, so that's that one. It is not true. It was inspired by walking in Cornwall in half term and my boys are very very and um, like they get drawn towards the edge of the cliffs and obviously i made them come away from the cliff but it got me thinking about how easily a tragic accident could indeed happen and um i ended up writing that and actually i really really like writing stuff that isn't true because yeah i know that we like to write stuff that's happening and express our emotions and things like that um but quite like i write like writing story stuff and um i'm trying to think of something else to write at the moment and i really had to use my imagination a lot